I believe stories change the world. Revelation chapter 12 verse 11 says, They triumphed over him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. Your testimony is worth sharing because it has power. My name is Carol Oyola, host of the Overcome Today podcast, which aims to inspire and empower you to stand tall, shine in confidence, because you are more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. Hello, Overcomers. It's a new week. This is episode 59. Guys, we are approaching the triple digits, the 100s, right? (laughs) Anyway, I hope you're all keeping well. I hope you're all keeping safe, that you're still sanitizing, that you're still social distancing and putting your mask over the nose until this pandemic or what I like to call a panoramic Once it's over, that is a time perhaps we can relax, right? So vaccinated or not, please maintain the COVID-19 protocols to keep yourself and your loved ones safe. Great. So this week, I have an amazing guest. Um, So I knew her from uni. Um, She was ahead of me, but also our husbands are great friends. Um, They've they've I mean they serve in the ministry and yeah we also like met once in a while um, through our husbands so Nita Hungu is a community builder and founder at Binti which is a multicultural movement that seeks to disciple encourage empower and uplift women through the gospel's truth and the power of the Holy Spirit She's also a researcher. Yani, this lady wears so many hats. Having authored scholarly work in the field of leadership. Hmm? She uses her background in psychology, music, leadership studies, and her lived experiences to inspire women to live authentically from the inside out. So she is Kenyan and she was born and raised here, but her husband and their daughter currently call Dubai home the UAE. Um, so I, I follow Nita and her page on Instagram at Nita Hongu. And I just knew I had to have her because her page is really inspiring, educational. Um, she really is truly a community builder. So I won't go into further details. Listen in. and I am a community builder and the founder at Binti, a multicultural movement that seeks to disciple, encourage, empower, and uplift women through the gospel's truth and the power of the Holy Spirit. Yes, like I mentioned earlier, I am a community builder at Binti. Well, the idea of community building may sound straightforward. I think that the story behind community building isn't as straightforward, but it goes way back to my formative years. So just sit back and I'll tell you a little story about what informed my line of work. For as long as I can remember, I have loved to sing, write and teach. And being little in our home, my dad noticed how musically inclined I was and bought me my first keyboard. And guys, it was pretty small, nothing fancy, but It was the one thing that gave my dreams wings to fly. I would sit 
and write music for hours on end. <laughs> Up until my parents were like, you need to go out and play, you know, but I would just get lost in the sounds and just be in the zone. In fact, thinking about it now just gives me such, like such a warmth in my heart. You know, writing music and journaling was a way of escape for me from my own growing pains. And I used it to reflect and I would say that God used this art form to help ground me in his word. So let me just go to where I am currently. My family and I currently call Dubai home. But when we lived in Nairobi, I worked as a musician for many years. I taught music in schools. I wrote and recorded music. I started and led a music band that did gigs. And I supported my local church by leading music and training. And I just... I just basically immersed myself in the music business. And being a singer and songwriter was such a significant expression of who I was as a woman, but most importantly, as a follower of Christ. I, I felt that music could connect me and others to God in such impactful ways. And I, I actually witnessed it in my own life, how God could use music as a tool for the gospel. So. So years later, after pursuing music and years later, I, I decided to do a master's degree at the International Leadership University in Nairobi. Um, and I wasn't too sure how all these experiences, you know, from my childhood, me writing and me singing and with the music business as a background, how all these experiences could converge. My love for music, my love for education and writing. But... God was so gracious to give me three amazing lecturers who saw what I could not. And I think it was probably the third assignment I did in a class where the lecturer was so impressed with my writing, he urged me to get my papers published. I would say that that sowed seeds of hope and wonder for me. I was so consumed with the idea of, you know, getting published. It became... Um, one of those things that you you know you work towards um and so sitting in the school library in the early hours of the morning i used to comb through journals i just used to go through journals and i was so amazed at the writing style i was so amazed at the kind of work that so many of these people had put into you know their papers um and on this particular morning the a journal caught my eye and it was it, it caught my eye because it was creative. It was not the typical style of research. It was artsy. It was telling a story. And for me, coming from a background where my music was telling a story about my life, about God's hand in my life, I, I don't know, I just was drawn to that paper. And again, I felt hope rise in my heart that someone like me who had such a heavy background in music and was not willing to hide that part of me um, could actually produce a scholarly work that could be powerful and speak to the masses. So like every person who has a desire or a prayer in their heart, I, I, I spoke internally to God and I told God that, I, I, that I, it was my hope to be a published author and not just in any publication, but this particular one. So I just put my head down and worked really hard. Um, my thesis was on the intersection of music and leadership. And 
by God's grace, I graduated top of my class and the overall master's program. And that is a story for another day. But I just think about, I, I always, when I think about that day, my graduation day, I think about the faithfulness of God. You know, it's not that it came easy. It's not that um, the, the hard work that I put into it, you know, waking up in the morning at 4 a.m., going to the library by 5 a.m., that was hard work, leaving school in, in the night and just, you know, you know, hitting, hitting the reset button every morning and, and just going to do the work that God had called me to do. You know, it was not easy, but <clears throat> that by God's grace, he allowed me to graduate this way was, was again, God telling a story about his faithfulness in my life. So, so a few years later, um, God gave me my heart's desire. I became a published author in the same publication I had dreamt about. It was, it was affirming, it was encouraging, and it helped me open my heart to the impossibilities. You know, that whatever you put your heart to do, whatever you put your mind to do, it being led by God. And I think that is the key, that it's not just I can do anything, but it's that that through the power of the Holy Spirit, through, through his word, him leading me into the pathways that he has for my life, God can sustain and God can enable and God can strengthen. And those are the things that I learned from, from that season of my life. So all these God-given capabilities and opportunities have allowed me to sit on tables with amazing women it wasn't until coming to Dubai that I realized how isolated women from, from communities like mine, you know, collective societies, they feel living away from their home cultures, they feel isolated. And it's not a very nice feeling to go into a new culture and just feel like, oh, did I, did I make the right decision to come here? Um, Dubai is such a fast-paced city and it's easy to shrink under systems that may not historically and even presently uh, in many ways acknowledge the interests of minority groups, women included. So, so that story is, is just basically telling you the, what was my impetus for forming Binti. Binti is Swahili and Arabic for, for daughter. And if you think about it, every woman has a unique story to tell a unique culture, a unique personality, and a unique lived experience that makes her who she is. So as a community builder, I endeavor to listen to the needs of the women around me, to offer educative spaces and learning opportunities for these women to grow into all that God has created them to be, and to form networks and support groups for women in the diaspora who feel isolated. So that's basically what Binti is about. That is basically what I do as, as a community builder at, at Binti. I, I would say that there have been numerous times when I felt not good enough to do what God has called me to do. I believe that God gives us different assignments for every season. And the assignment that God has given me currently is to support and disciple my family and to support the women who come through Binti. Um, 
but honestly if you asked me 10 years ago if i envisioned myself being a mom and even a wife i would have hesitated i think um i think imposter syndrome latches onto areas of hurt and areas of wounding that we have not yet dealt with and so metaphorically speaking i th- i think of imposter syndrome like a burglar who knocks at your door and tries to forcefully come into your home <laughs> but you know the good thing about this is that you have the right to leave the door closed on that burglar there's there's one thing and and i'm very careful to say this in in that in this kind of setting where maybe there are people who are listening in who have who have been burgled you, you, people have broken into your home and that for me what i'm talking about right now is um think about it as your mind you know that i'm not talking about a house setting but a, a mind setting that you have the you have authority to to let in or let out what what or rather let in what comes into your mind you have the choice to say i will think about this i will think on this so in terms of this metaphor it is it's a burglar who knocks at the door of your mind and tries to forcefully come into your heart um but you do have the right to leave the door closed on that burglar and you have a choice to close the door every time imposter syndrome comes knocking and is it easy no way and i think for me it's taken time it's taken god and it's taken courage to continue to work through imposter syndrome and i think i will do it for as long as god gives me breath um but here are some of the ways i am navigating it i i acknowledge that i am struggling when i struggle with imposter syndrome i i am putting it into perspective i am taking stock of my achievements i am continuing i am i am continuing to create so don't stop creating and i am trying to acknowledge my unique contributions to the world meaning that no one can do what god has called me to do in the way that i do it you know the everything that god has given me my personality my um the way i think of things the way i do my research that that's a gift god has given me and the things that god has given you your capabilities your your strengths even your weaknesses all these lend to how he can use you and so don't don't try to compare yourself to someone else who might be doing the same work or the same work that you you think that you're doing because they might be doing the same work but you are doing it in with with your your own touch your own unique touch from your personality from your point of view from your culture all these things lend to the kind of work that you're doing so that i just want to encourage you to see yourself as unique as uniquely called by god and being able to do what he has called you to do and lastly one of the ways that i am navigating imposter syndrome is by celebrating my wins and i know um <laughs> people don't usually like to do this but i think just reminding ourselves how far god has brought us reminding ourselves the things that 
we have accomplished in the strength of God actually reminds us that the God who has helped us before is able to help us in the, the here and in the now. So go ahead and celebrate your wins. And, and if you're able to take a few of these notes, I, I, um, I encourage you to. So, that, so one of the ways is acknowledge that you're struggling, put it into perspective, take stock of your achievements, continue to create, try to acknowledge your unique contributions to the world, and lastly, celebrate your win. So that's, that's what I would say about imposter syndrome in a nutshell. So there are numerous challenges women world over face, from period poverty to sexual abuse, early marriage, and a host of other socioeconomic challenges. But the challenges that I can speak about are mostly from an organizational perspective. I, I would also like to point out that different cultures struggle with different issues. And so I can only answer from what I have personally experienced. And here are some of the challenges. I think that women in the workforce, there's, there's, depending on the organization you work in, but I've noticed there's quite a bit of underrepresentation. There is minimal to no support and there are systems that inhibit women from progressing. So just like with everything else, I, I think that there's no one answer that fits all. But I think that as, as more organizations see the benefit of hiring competent women, women who already, if you think about it, are leading and managing their own homes efficiently. You know, um, as, a, as a mom to, <laughs> to a young toddler, I think about the competencies I have picked up along the way. You know, I am able to figure out, you know, what does my child need to eat this lunch, for, for example, at lunchtime, and when do they need to, you know, all that, you know, it's managing. It is, it's not easy. It's trying to manage a home. It's trying to support your family and all these. Um, all these competencies can actually be translated to organizations as well. Um, so I think creating and supporting systems that encourage women leadership in, into positions of power and influence and allowing these women to speak into, into issues in their organizations and while breaking stereotypes that hinder women from leadership roles would be would definitely be a start. And I think many organizations are thinking this way now. So um, it is encouraging to, to see. In closing, I would like to encourage anyone listening to be strong in the power of God's might. If, if God has called you to do a work, he will send you the help and resources you need to get the work done. It, it may not seem easy, or you may not have all the details, but be ready to make the moves even when they are bigger or different than what you have envisioned for your life. I really love a verse God has continued to encourage me with over the years, and I'm going to read it from the New Living Translation. It comes from Psalm 32 verse 8, and it says, The Lord says, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and watch over you. So I just want to encourage you who's listening that you are not alone. And if you do feel alone, there are communities such as Binti. Um, 
I would love to hear from you. So please reach out to me on Instagram. Um, my handle is at nitahungu or write to me on binti at nitahungu.com or visit my website at nitahungu.com. I'd really love to hear from you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Nita, for doing this while you're miles away from home. I truly appreciate and I believe your testimony and your calling and your purpose um, is definitely going to change life. So guys, if you want to join Binti, um, as much as she's in Dubai, trust me, nowadays I think we know this pandemic has taught us that we can run things from anywhere around the world. So um, you want to connect with um, Nita, please reach out on her Instagram at Nita Hungu. I will leave that on the description as well and on Instagram. And so you can just reach out to her and say, hey, I want to learn more, you know? Um, yeah. And so same here. If you want to connect, um, holla at me at Overcome Today on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or you can email me, overcometodaypodcast at gmail.com. If you want to share your story, if you have feedback for me that you want to share, I'm open. I want to hear from you guys. I really want to connect with you guys. I know I'm an introvert by nature, but I really, really love to build connections. So, Let's keep talking. Let's keep sharing. Remember, your story has power, whatever it is. It doesn't have to be your whole life story. It can be a portion of your story. Um, it could be something good that happened to you. If it's a testimony, share with us. Um, let us celebrate with you. Or if you have a prayer request, let us pray with you. All right. So until next week, bless. <laughs>